Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Welcome. Pull up a seat. Pour yourself a cup of tea. My name is Jason Rodriguez, and I'm the Parliament Raven. And welcome back to the recovery series. After a long stretch, we've having some consecutive seasonal episodes, and I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad to be talking to you, the Parliament, where we unravel Christianity and wisdom for everyday life and everyday use. Today, we are talking about recovering from the death of a dream. And what does that mean? The death of a dream is the death of, of a hope of something that grows inside. This is not always a bad thing. Sometimes dreams can be unhealthy. Uh, They can come from a a lack of maturity or understanding, like dreaming to win the lottery but not knowing what to do with the funds afterwards. We have countless lottery winners who have dreamt to win it, win it, and end up worse and even more in a financial burden, poor, than before, right? So there's part of a dream and having a dream uh, is maturity. So to understand this, let's take a look. We can take a look at, if we go into the word, uh, into the wisdom of of thousands of years, we look at Joseph uh, because Joseph is technically the guy who had so many dreams in his story that we can just pick apart things to to understand the concept. So at the beginning of his life, he's a young man. Dad's blessed him with this amazing coat. He goes before his brothers and said, I have this dream. <laughs> his dad and his brothers interpret it as him ruling over them, right? Uh, later on, we find out this is kind of, a, this dream does come true. And, but at the time, it causes resentment uh, the dream is not ready for the world. It wasn't ready to be shared. And it lands Joseph as a slave in a pit. Uh, later on, we have the dreams of Pharaoh. Uh, we have the dreams of two men that are in jail with him. And there's interpretations, life or death things. So dreams, those are the dreams you sleep with. But the dreams I'm talking about, the dreams that that first dream that Joseph kind of grabbed onto, gravitated towards, of, of, of the sheaths bowing before him, that mindset of doing the best to become that, he carried that into his life of slavery. And we move into it, and today our dreams, right, are fostered. Uh, either by dreams we have while we're asleep or something that develops as we grow up. And that's more of the dream I'm talking about. But I use Joseph as an example because we were looking at the idea of maturity, right? And how some dreams are definitely not for a time, should not be shared, but also can be bad for you, right? So, So let's pull some wisdom from the word John 12, 24, truly, truly, I say unto you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone, but it, 
it bit if it dies it bears much fruit right so sometimes it's good for these dreams to pass on and discerning i always talk about discernment the discerning whether or not that dream is healthy or unhealthy is like the beginning of that journey. But what happens if it's something that is well and, and it does die? Um, so, right, so I, 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 what are the other types of dreams, the ones that you set goals for and train for and eat and breathe and, and sleep for, when that dream explodes, burns, dies, or even worse, it turns out to be not what you wanted. So how do you recover from that? Right, so a dream, you have this dream. Uh, I'm going to be the greatest jet pilot in the world. I'm going to go into the military. I'm going to fly amazing planes, and then you get bad eyesight and you can't do that dream, and well, and surgery can't fix that. What do you do then, right? And I only I bring that up because that was my my young seventh grade self dream. I wanted to be this pilot. I wanted to fly planes for, for the military. And then I realized I got glasses and surgery didn't exist to correct eyesight. So that wasn't an option. So recovery, right? So first check for a pulse. Check for a pulse. For, for me, I checked for the pulse and that dream was definitely dead. I needed to, to cultivate that fell to the ground. Um, and I, it, it didn't even seed into anything because I didn't want to be in the military unless I could fly planes. Um, I mean, later on in life, I did try, but I was running away from my beautiful wife. God closed that door. That's a story for another episode. But you're checking for a pulse. Is it really over? Is it a seed for something more fruitful, right? We have to be serious with ourselves and not be delusional. If if it's over, it's over. And I really don't have a good example, and, and I hope in your mind you might, on moving on, right? Because this is the death of a dream, and when something dies, you do go through those stages of grief, and it's okay to feel that. But after you've figured out if it's a seed or or if it's actually dead, the, the time... The next thing, the, the, the second thing you, you should probably do is either one, let it go, and two, reevaluate. And now, if it's a seed, you can reevaluate um, as you let it go. If it's dead, then let's let it go and move regularly to reevaluating what's next, right? Was the dream bringing you joy? Was it crushing your spirit? Proverbs says, a, a joyful heart is good medicine, and a crushed spirit dries up the bones. You know, uh, think of, um, what's the disease that, that gnaws away? Rheumatoid arthritis or arthritis, right? Think of arthritis, right? When your spirit's crushed, it hurts as if your bones are, are brittle like that. So in in reevaluating your your dream you you should go and look at what you love. I you know uh, a a mentor of mine in seminary by the name of Jason Hamlin ran this wonderful 
uh, food ministry at the time, uh, the Genesis Project. And he said, in, in searching for your purpose, your dream, right? Not the goal, because you, your, your vision and your, your dream is the fuel, is fueled by, by setting goals and doing them to achieve that. So what you're looking at here is, and, and what he said was, what makes you laugh, what makes you cry, and what feeds, what makes you feel fulfilled, what feeds that shalom, that completeness, right? And I'm, I'm adding a little to what, what, he's, what he said. And as we reevaluate, right, we, we can move on to renewal. We renew, right? Okay, no pulse, not good for you. Um, it's a seed. All right, so so we're seeking that renewal phase. So we we've looked at what makes us laugh, what makes us cry, what what we find fulfilling. And at the epitome, right, of this, um, I would send you to first seek wisdom, and at and of course I find the center the epicenter of wisdom to be God. I find him to be the where wisdom comes from, the embodiment of, right? The Holy Spirit is the embodiment of wisdom as the embodiment of creation is Jesus Christ, the Word. And the Father embodies everything. <laughs> and they're all the same being, three-in-one mystery. So... Psalms would say, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, if you, your dream died, that's, that's one. But I bet as you renew and you go through and, and you're looking and you're, and you're diving deep into, well, what's, what's a dream that I had that maybe I put on the shelf? Or what's a dream that I never explored because I was exploring this one that was bad for me. I was putting way too much energy in it. I didn't feel, I didn't get life from it, right? So you find that. Cool. Um, the cool thing about that process, the cool thing about about loss is that it focus, it forces you, it forces you to dig deep, it, to look hard, and to circle the foundation of who you are, right? For me, it, 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 hey, well, seventh grade. Uh, but since then, my dream, my dream, as I, as I went through life, I progressed. I had uh, the dream I wanted is to become a writer. I want to because I love stories. I love to collect stories. Uh, the dream I added was teacher. And, and the dream that, that brings us all together is was becoming a theologian, getting my master's degree. One day, my doctorate. Um, and those dreams that became a dream found its way to producing this podcast, right? So as we're circling our foundation, you know, gravitas which is what I call my coaching company, which is a word that doesn't... You have gravitas, right? Which is, you know, to draw with your personality. 
gravitas, which is a, a word I, the word I heard in a worship song that wasn't there, but the idea was that it's like gravity. It's a force of nature that draws you to it with such powerful force that you move around it. That's my thought of, of how God is, but focuses on faith, hope, and love. Seriously, if you have not noticed this constant theme throughout, then I need to, uh, turn up the volume in my episodes on faith, hope, and love. The downside to loss, to this loss of dream, is that it hurts, and we have to face that hurt to recover it, right? I've talked about pickling in pain. I've talked about facing um, old hurts in order to move forward. So dreams create visions. Visions create goals, and one's dreams can change, evolve, and die, revive, and heaven help us, they can take time. So, let's, let's review the recovery of the death of a dream. Check for a pulse, let it go, renew, find center. If the, tra- if the trauma of the dream you lost is, is significant, start at the fourth. And find the center, right? Find your center. One through three are no good if you're outside of peace and wholeness. Um, Shalom must be found. Seek nature. Go to the beach. See the woods. Spend time in the desert. God's glorious creation can inspire and revitalize you to dream of new things. Read a book see a painting, Um, spend time with loved ones, go home and visit your parents and remember your childhood. Um, Hopefully it's a good one to inspire you to dream again. Find a mentor, um, like-minded positive individuals or a place to just rest. Once you find Shalom, one through three will be there. And, uh, you know, it, it sounds a little scripted because it is. I have to remind myself of these things myself. I'm, I'm reading from my own works, which I pull out from my journal to remind me if I feel shaken or if I need to reevaluate to check for a pulse on my own dreams. Uh, some of my dreams have taken a lot of time. Uh, and some of them are, are, are blooming now as you listen. So... I, even now in in the recovery, I, I do like to pose a challenge. Like, where are you in your dream? Let me pose these questions, right? Where are you in your dream? Is it giving you life? Is it bringing you harm? Is it causing you to become bitter that you're not getting there? Is this dream really your dream? Did someone else give you that dream? Is there something else that would fulfill you more or that you're doing that's already fulfilling you more. Maybe that's your dream. Maybe you've uh, just have the wrong focus. So the challenge is to start at reevaluating, find out if that dream um, is for you. And if not check for the pulse and hopefully my listeners, my parliament, my friends, 
you will get back on track with that. Now, if you're already, you know, successful in in your dream and your goal and as you're heading forward, then this might not be for you, but might be for somebody else and share this. Uh, I always like to know what you uh, think. Remember that I do the the parliament is now uh, on Facebook as a as group, the Parliament Raven podcast. You can always uh, tell me what you think or ask a question there. Uh, so till next time, pour yourself a cup of tea, dream big, and I'll see you next time. Like, subscribe, leave a good comment. Thanks for visiting the Parliament. If you want to know about Gravitas Coaching, please visit gravitas.co. It's also where we host the Parliament. Join the conversation on Facebook at the Parliament Raven Podcast. Last but not least, the intro and outro music credits. Intro music by Russ Budgen. And outro music by Sardav Aravistov.